creating conversations that you can share forward. Arrow.net, A-R-R-O-E.net. We are unplugged and totally uncut with Marcus Bridgewater. I'm doing fantastic. How are you today? Absolutely fantastic. I think we can relate on several different levels when it comes to plants and vegetation because I'm sitting here in this beautiful Andrew Jackson State Park doing this show next to a lake with these animals and everything. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be talking with Marcus. Awesome. Happy to hear that. Oh, my God. The, the, the way that you make the connection in, in, you know, how to grow, which plants speak to you most is, 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 is so in, in touch with where a lot of people need to put their, their steps walking forward because plants really do speak to us. But we got to figure out how we're going to listen to them. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. And a lot of that, I think, comes with uh, being kind, patient, and positive with ourselves first. And then that will yield us slowing down to actually feel the inspiration between us and our plant companions. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm such a tree hugger. We planted 1,700 uh, trees inside our forest in South Charlotte. And the thing is, is that those trees, I mean, if I'm not hugging that tree every day, I feel like I'm missing out on, on an opportunity with a child. But, and, and, and how did you personally go through that method of, of realizing that there is a connection to nature? Um, it came from putting my hands in a, in soil repeatedly yep. and watching things grow, watching them come uh, back to life, uh, watching things I thought w- were dead show signs of life. Uh, it came from putting my feet on the ground and, and from smelling and, and touching plants and, and having that process uh, engage a part of my being that I think would have been neglected otherwise. That's so funny that you bring that up because growing up in the state of Montana, we, we had big gardens and things like that. I found great pleasure in, in eating potatoes fresh from the dirt. I didn't care if there was soil in my mouth. I, I, there was a connection between me and that dirt. Mm-hmm, hmm I think that uh, I have felt the same way grabbing um, oranges off of the tree straight from the tree and and you wipe it on your shirt and might get some grime on you but it tastes delicious and there's a kind of connection between you and and this thing that is alive that's nourishing you um that is profound in a way I, I find that because we're, I'm in the Carolinas and there's a lot of migratory birds and stuff. We, we have apple trees and we have different uh, grapevines and stuff like that. I don't go out there and take it from them. I, basically, for the migratory birds, I leave it for them. And, it, and it's amazing how they, they have re- learned to react to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I'm not surprised by that. You know, in, in a lot of spaces, the uh, wildlife is thriving off of the places that we've left alone and we've grown things just for the wildlife, they thrive off of that because in a lot of ways, in other parts of the world, we as humans have spread out and started to neglect them. So I think anywhere where we're providing for them is kind of an oasis of sorts. The, the subtitle of the book is Mature Your Garden, Nurture Yourself. That in itself, hopefully when, when people, because they love to judge a book by its cover, that message right there is going to say, oh, 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 I need to get inside these pages. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope so. Um, drawing the connection between uh, life and, and yourself, I think, is something that is really important. And one way to do that is to focus on the life um, that is all around you. And, and you can do that with plants so easily. So 
I'm I'm really hopeful that it also does the same thing, makes him want to pick it up. You you write about flowers. Now, flowers to me is that I, I would rather give a living flower to somebody than a cut rose. I mean, am I just being weird by saying, God, let's don't do that because well, a cut rose lasts, what, four or five days? Right, right, right. And and, and the flower will, if you give someone a, a proper plant that is flowering, it's very different, uh, it, it may not flower forever, but it's likely to flower again. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, to me, has so much more reward to it than what we've been doing, which is just cutting things for the, the temporary sake. Uh, I, I think that's fostered a kind of um, incentive to chase reward and not necessarily appreciate the process that brought about the reward to begin with. Oh, my God, you're so right about that, because we have a, a apple tree out in the front yard, and that's been with us for 25-plus years. And in the in the fall and winter, that tree looks so, like, evil, like it comes from a scary movie. But in but in the, in the this time when it's spring in the Carolinas, I mean, the blossoms and the scent of the, of the apples and stuff like that, uh, you can't yeah. give up on the ugliness. No, you can't. You can't. Uh, the, the nature has a way of uh, showing that things are temporary and things are constantly changing. It, it's usually us as people who have cast the judgment that seems to be long lasting. You, you talk about three major things inside, inside uh, uh, how to grow, and that is mental health, physical fitness, and spiritual awareness. That's mind, body, and soul within these pages. And then the thing is, how do you get your readers and your viewers on TikTok? Let's activate it. Let's get it in forward motion. Uh, by being genuine and, mm-hmm. and, uh, tr- and, and by trying to make sure that the... Uh, message stays the message, um, and my um, my agenda is uh, placed in a place that is actually practical. I want to live in a future filled with healthy and strong people, and so in order to do that, we've got to work on people. So I'm not trying to sell you anything right. uh, aside from hopefully helping you grow and, and selling you on bettering yourself. Is it the mind or is it the heart that gets it first? Oh, I think it's different for everyone. Uh, For some people, it's the thought that struck them. And for other people, it was the smile and the the genuineness of of love that I was sharing. They they had uh, I've had people send different messages so that I can say I know it's been both. Some people have been like, man, you caught me there with the thought at the end (laughs) and I had to watch again. And some other people are like, oh, man, I actually had to turn my sound on because I didn't know what you were saying, but I wanted to find out. Wow, that's interesting that you say thought because I was doing some research the other day and, and the research was based on when does a thought become what you think becomes what you write and the body actually receives the message 10 seconds before your thoughts even materialize. So the thought is so, so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is such a, a critical element the more that we are uh, in control, so to say, of our thoughts, I think the more we are in control of ourselves. Doesn't that require a daily discipline, which, you know, some people accept your daily discipline. Other people go, no, I want you to go back to being the bad self you were. Right. Uh, that's very true. And, and it, it's hard to practice hobbies, habits and routines that cultivate that. But I, I encourage people to find a community that 
is encouraging you to better yourself, mm-hmm. not encouraging you to go back to those ideals or routines that everyone knew. And don't don't you think that I mean I think what what I love about your book How to Grow is the fact that it, this is not going into the bathroom mirror and looking at yourself in the mirror. Do something in the soil, like you said, and watch it grow. And if you're going to have some judgment, there it is, right there in front of you. That plant. That plant is alive because you planted mm-hmm. the seed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and in doing so, you are are taking agency and applying the agency, and it goes from just being a thought and a theory to an actual application that you can study and and feel and learn from. What what led you to TikTok? What was that first step? Because, you know, some people go, I don't know, man, this social media stuff. I don't know. <laughs> um, I was one of those people. And uh, <laughs> I had to listen to my community. That's why I talked about community so much. Community challenges you. Um, a former student and good friend came to me and was like, hey, man, you got to put yourself on TikTok. And I said, why would I ever put myself on a calendar app? How is that going to be helpful? <laughs> and, and, and he's like, it's not a calendar app. And, and literally gave me a presentation on what it was. And so in that way, um, I didn't anticipate using TikTok. TikTok was never a part of my plan, but it was brought to me by a member of my community that I trusted. And so it, it pushed me outside of my comfort zone. It pushed me into a place that was very foreign, but it was where I needed to be to share what I'm sharing on the scale I am. And it brought me to this conversation with you today. So many people are visuals. They, there are those that are audible. There are those that like to read things. Those that, there are things, you know, when those that want that, those words, where can they go beyond? Because they're going to, you know, you know how we are. We read a book. We read a book. Now, you know, if we don't hold ourselves accountable for activating the book, they're going to say, where else can I go to find out more information about Marcus? Oh, well, you know, you can find information about Marcus all over the place. You can find me on, on TikTok at Garden Marcus, Instagram, Garden underscore Marcus. You can find me um, at GardenMarcus.com. And you can find my company website, ChoiceForward.com. And you can find the book, How to Grow, wherever books are sold. And on all those spaces, you'll learn a lot more about me, a lot more about the philosophy, and hopefully uh, what we share together, which is life, and how I've been using that to grow. I, I, I want to see the research on this 25, 30 years from now, because I, you, you have got the strength of Julia Cameron in the way that the artist way changed a lot of creative minds. And I really think that, that this book right here is going to be one of those books. Oh, shucks. Well, that is an honor and and very high praise. Thank you so much, sir. Please come back to this show anytime in the future, sir. The door is always going to be open for you. Please utilize the tool. You got it. I will do. Um, I'm going to take you up on that. Please do. (laughs) The door is always open. You be brilliant today, okay, sir? All right, and you do the same. Thank you, sir.